This is the Kawabui Show. Kawabui is an author, international speaker, and entrepreneur. He started his first business selling music CDs in high school at the age of 16. He then went on and built several businesses. He is the founder of River Design, a marketing company that helps businesses get more exposure online and offline. He has appeared on TV, radio, newspaper, and magazines from around the world. He has written and published several books and created various products. Kawabui is also an international speaker, corporate trainer, and speaks on topics of business, entrepreneurship, motivation, health, marketing, online business. You could check out his blog site at www.kowa-bui.com. And now, your host, Mr. Kowa Bui. Mr. Kowa Bui. Hey Dawn, it's Kwa here. And in this podcast, I'd like to introduce you to a man named Tim Castle. I first came across Tim Castle um, by traveling in Singapore and I was walking around the, the airport as you do and I came across this book. It was on the bookshelf and the, the book cover was called Be the Lion and Be the Lion it's a book that's all about making you become the lion and to take control of your life by taking massive actions. So um, it really got me inspired, you know, um, that the front cover of the book got my attention. I went through the book, it was fantastic. And uh, I decided to, you know, uh, invite Tim over for a podcast. Um, so Tim, he, he is currently situated within uh, Singapore. He has also got a lot of experience in mastering um, sales and also negotiations. He's also got a book called The Art of Negotiation. You know, in his career, he's also uh, done extremely well in terms of coaching. He's also an advisor for tech startups as well. So, uh, so that being said, um, I'd like to introduce you to Tim Castle. Thanks. Hello. Hello, Koa. Hey. Can, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you, mate. How are you? Hey, can you see me? Yeah, I can see you. How's everything? <laughs> awesome. Yeah, how are you? Yeah, good. Looking good there, man. Thanks, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Singapore? Yeah, in Singapore. Yeah. Still heading off to UK on Sunday. Oh, really? Oh, cool. Going there for a family thing or just a Yeah, thing? so I'm yeah. from the UK. My wife's from Sweden. Yep. But... Yeah, we haven't been back for two and a half years. So, oh, so really? That's exciting. It's going to be a big trip. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> going to be really exciting. And we've got a two and a half year old, so 14 oh, yeah. hours on a plane with him is going to oh, be... Oh, no. Okay. There's an array of toys that we've bought to bring okay. out at various moments throughout the trip. Yeah. But, of course, last night was the night he chose to get up at 1 a.m. So, yeah. I've been up since about 1 a.m. Um, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. He's... um. He's an energetic guy. <laughs> Are you drinking coffee? Yep. Are you having a lot of coffee? coffee? Okay, that's good. Go. <laughs> go. Okay. Hopefully you don't fall asleep during the podcast or anything. I can always do it. It's already recording, so I can always do editing and stuff. It's all good. Lovely job. Mm. How are you, man? Yeah, you good. Yeah, yeah. Looking forward to it. So I'm just going to do some last minute shopping. Um, haven't done any shopping or anything yet. So maybe I'll just go tomorrow and then, uh, yeah, afterwards, yeah, just, you know stay at home awesome. and just celebrate and stuff so yeah just chilling out and that's it really so yeah <laughs> nice one. well thanks so much for having me on no worries man yeah well um yeah thanks for your time i really appreciate it um you know it's a true honor to interview you i saw your uh your book in singapore airport uh be the lion and uh, i was you know going through it and i was thinking oh, i just got to interview this guy so yeah i um yeah appreciate your time and, and coming forward and you know introducing yourself to the readers and sharing wisdom as well so yeah awesome no, no worries at all. Thank you so much for your enthusiasm and for 
um, for taking Be The Lion off the shelf and buying it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. And, and for making it happen. I, that is total Be The Lion attitude. That is exactly yeah. what the book is about. Yeah. Um, and the fact that you put the book and the opportunity to do get this started, that is exactly what yeah. I'm trying to create with that book. So yeah, yeah, I love just, it. It's great that that was full circle. Yeah. And now we're doing this. Exactly, man. Um, like you said, uh, believe, it, believe it is, is possible right? That's your motto. Yeah, that's my motto. That is my motto. Yeah. It's been my motto for, oh, it's been my motto for a number of years. So, okay. um, Could you explain? Yeah. 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 So it goes way back to when I was 19, I was traveling a lot and I I got the travel bug. I went to Australia. Um, Where'd you go? Went up the East Coast. So I did Byron Bay and up to Sundays. yeah, I got, I, I fell in love with Australia, I'll be honest. Mm. And we, we had a stop off in Hong Kong and I did not want to get on that plane to go to Hong Kong. I was, yeah. I was this close to, <laughs> to just not, never going back. Um, anyway, I had to go back, went back and did more traveling and realized it was quite a struggle to get through university. Like I, mm. I found university quite, not fast enough. I wanted to do what I wanted to do and yeah. to do this thing called university to kind of make your parents happy, but also to get the next goal in life, the job yeah. and all of this stuff. And I think back then, entrepreneurship and things like that, it was, it was a different phase to what we're in now. Whereas mm. actually looking back, like it, had, it helped me no end to have that degree for things yeah. that I wanted, like, like visas in Australia later mm. on in life yeah. and things like that. So it's paid dividends. And mm. obviously I've done an MBA and I probably couldn't have gotten on that MBA without having the undergraduate course. So yeah. anyway, long story short, I did a year at uni okay. and then went traveling again. Wow. Um, I became a downhill mountain bike instructor in the States. Okay. And um, yeah, I stayed out in the States for a year and did mm. like a snowboarding season, deferred entry back into uni. And because mm-hmm. of that, when I went back to university, a lot of my mates had moved up into the third year mm. and I was joining into the second year. Mm. And also I'd been flying in and out of London a lot to go to New York. And yeah. mind because of that had become a lot, broader and okay. London was now the place I needed to be. So cool. I had to basically I figured all of this out about two days into the course wow. and realized I, I don't want to do this again. Uh, yeah. <laughs> again, I don't want to do this. I need to be in London. If this is yeah. going to work mm. for me, I need to be in a bigger pumping city. So yep. I decided to take the risk. I unenrolled from the course. I packed up my stuff. Mm. I subleased the apartment that I just paid loads of money for to, yeah. to rent i managed to find a tenant in a day get the landlord to agree to get me out of a year contract yeah packed up myself rented a car drove from newcastle in the top of england to london Whoa. overnight and all the time i was trying to get myself into a university yep that didn't know who i was and in mm-hmm. the uk as i'm sure in many countries you have to do a formal application process they they need to interview you they need to know who you are yeah and i was choosing to to do psychology, which at that time was one of the most popular courses. So mm. it was totally oversubscribed. Yep. The course actually started in two days. So I had basically this 48 hour window to mm. give it a go. But the, the risk in all of this was I had to unenroll mm. from the university. So I had to withdraw my, my place at the yeah. university and wow. then be kind of like in this no man's land. And take the risk that I could then get myself back into a university Whoa. in London, 
and I was quite specific. I only wanted to go to one university, which was Goldsmiths. Yeah. And I think that helped because I was focused. I wasn't scattered. I had 48 mm. hours. I had to basically convince mm. gatekeepers, these receptionists Love to it. get me through to decision maker, to get me through to right row to subscribe. Row. How would that look? If yeah. I, if get in how would that look and exactly. then from there it just um it taught me a lot about the power behind believing it is possible mm. because everyone was kind of looking at you going right you've had two gap years now mm. you've done a year at you are you ever going to finish this degree now you've dropped out again and <laughs> you're saying you're going to london to talk your way into this course and yeah. so over the 48 hours, I created enough of a scene and enough of mm. a story to get people bought into the story. I yep. think that was important. So not only was I just asking them how it was possible, mm. I was also updating them. Like, I'm on the motorway. I'm yeah. driving. I'm in for you. It's goldsmiths or nothing. Yeah. I'm be tomorrow. And they were like, well, if you're here at 8 a.m., it's like, what can you set up one meeting with you? Yep. And then they'd be like, no, it's not possible. The person's off. And then yeah, yeah. who else can we do? And so it's just basically creating something that other people could could get mm. absorbed into and then by the time i got there I pretty much half the class knew who i was this guy mm. that's trying to get into uni that we don't know and this yeah. is, who is this guy and i had yeah. I had bleach blonde dreadlocks right down my back like <laughs> so i had because i've been traveling and snowboarding and, yeah. and so i stood out quite a bit so when i walked into that lecture <laughs> It was like, that's the guy, that's the guy that's been trying to come the last two days to get in here. So, so you took massive action. Uni, yeah. Massive action. Exactly. And, and yeah. that, that was a game changer for me because yeah. it's something that I thought was a, a major risk, but I had to do it. Like there was almost like I put myself in a position where there was no other option. I burned mm. the boats Yeah. And said, right, this has to happen Yep. or, or else what do we, we'll figure it out. Like this yep. is, this is what we're going for. Mm -hmm. And so that was where my motto came from. So many, many years I've carried that around with me and then applied it to, to numerous situations. Oh, that's amazing. You said burn the boats. Um, would that be a particular technique that you will play in, in your life as well? Like just, you know, get yeah, rid definitely. Of, yeah. Okay. Yep, yeah. Yep, like, yep. you know, the, uh, the story and about yeah. the captain that, yeah. Went yeah. To the, okay. To yeah. The island. And, and I think I, there are certain situations where, a bit like moving from Australia to Singapore. Yep. I, you need to burn the boats in almost to force your hand. And mm, not just because you I don't want that. to almost force the world to make it possible in yeah. a way that's right. This is where we're going. This is the, I'm all, I'm all in. Mm. I'm committed. Yeah. Like, and the universe backs that. Like, I really believe that when you do go all in and you do book your flights. So from Australia to Singapore, we, I was having no luck getting a job and it was quite hard because you know, they want to have work experience in Asia. You're, yeah. you're in Australia. That's not yeah. the same. Like you need yeah. to have had, well, it's kind of a catch 22 then because mm. how am I going to get work experience? Gonna, yeah. And it's a senior role. So there was all of these things going around and, and instead of trying to just focus on the job, what we did was we were like, we fixed a date. We booked the flights. Yeah. We told the letting agent that we're moving out. Yeah. And, and it was a few months in advance, three months in advance, but we committed. Mm. And by doing that, our mindset changed mm. i think and that mindset was like this is happening yeah so come on board and yeah. that, that philosophy of burning the boats is it's helped a lot um, mm -hmm. it's like you're believing it's possible yeah so like when you did that um you're like looking around for you were able to use your mind and look around for different options and, and find solutions wouldn't it it's just um yeah and, you, and people yeah. 
come on board with that because they recognize that you're serious. You're not just playing with the idea. Yeah. It's like, we're going to be here March, 2018. Yeah. That's it. That's it. We're coming. Like, yeah, we're going to make it no work. Money, job or no job. Like, let's, yeah. and then when you do that, you, you think bigger as well. I think it is about thinking bigger. So then we think were like, big, well, yeah. how come we, we've got to go, we've got to go in the next three months. We've got to try and be in market and get yep. jobs because yep. so we had to figure out how, we could do that whereas if we'd have stayed in the mindset of just applying from sydney mm. like it could have gone on and on and on and on and on yeah versus we forced ourselves to think differently to think yeah. big and then to take the big action the massive yeah. action to then be in singapore when we it probably wasn't comfortable to be in singapore we needed to be in sydney we had things going on but we yeah. had to make that trip happen so that we could then land the job which happened because we we took the action to come to market yeah take that next step yeah. and then manage to get a job in four days which would never have wow. happened had I not have had the, the random meetings that yeah. i had created in that trip to mm. then get us over here so it, mm. um it That's... all came from the way you think mm -hmm. love it love it so it's also thinking big as well like i like it how um you just mentioned that you got to think big take massive action and you got to burn yeah, the boats definitely. yeah cool definitely. all right so um so then that probably led on to the book well i think initially you wrote the art of negotiation but your recent book is uh, be the lion right so that's um, correct yeah 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 so um i love i love the the cover of the book you know when i was in singapore i, I you know i was walking around the airport and i saw your book it just stood out awesome. there it was you um, know, it's a Love it. You know, it's a logo. It's got the line. Yeah. Line logo. It's black um, background. And um, yeah, it's, it's, it just stands right out. And then, you know, it, 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 it was reading the, the last part of it and um, just scanning through it. It's beautiful. You know, and, thank um, you so much. Yeah. I'm yeah. Really glad to hear that you like the cover because yeah. I feel like it's a really strong cover and I'm really, it's really powerful. What, what happened there. Yeah. Yeah. And then I did some research and I think I saw um, uh, Ryan Sohert. Um, he gave a really good testimonial as well. So it's <laughs> yeah. really cool. Yeah. How, how'd you get him? Indeed. Yeah. How'd you get him? By uh, the way? Uh, that was one of the best moments of this year. Um, yeah. So again, it's about linking to opportunity. I wanted testimonials like that from someone that I admire, someone that's been a mentor to me. Yeah. Ryan Sirhan, and I, I essentially, you, you, you spot an opportunity, but it may not look like what you think it needs to look like to, to get it obviously i've been sending books to to ryan and mm. he's in the books so i was like thank you so much and yep. you're trying to get in front of him but that that's not essentially the way that that comes about yeah the way that it comes about is actually when you've got mentors like that it's how can you help them achieve their goals and, and are you actually do what do you what's your why like what are they doing that's mm. inspiring you and so he came out with this course which is a really really amazing sales course that yeah. that i I recommend his book anyway. Sell it like Sir Hannity. Yeah, that's a great book. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a great book. And, it, yeah. and, and obviously I work in sales, so it's, it really resonates. And things like when he flew to Paris to go meet Mr. X. Mr. X, it, yeah. Like stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, email, that yeah. is cool. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. trying to apply that philosophy to mm. Ryan mm. is going to speak to him. Mm. And so then he put out this, um, I always follow like little things that people do on Instagram or, they have the one-off promotions and little yeah. things that they want to do to try and push new audiences down a certain route. And something he said was, there was like this 24 hour thing where he's like, if anyone signs up now I'm, to the course, yeah. like I'm going to, I'll give you a testimonial video for your house that you're promoting. Mm. Something like that. Something like this. Like, oh, and, cool. and, and so I was like, okay, cool. I'm not in real estate, but mm. I think I can 
see how the pieces could come together here. So yeah. I made, I, I made, I jumped on and it was really quick. It was like an eight hour window. I, I bought yeah. the course, followed up with an email and then got into a dialogue with like the production guys. And was yeah. like, yeah, okay, I'm not actually in real estate. This yeah. course I know I'm going to love, but I'm actually an author and what I would love. And there's actually a book in Brian's office right now called Be the Lion. And I know yeah. it's there because it's got there. <laughs> I've also sent another copy today and that will be with you on you know, Wednesday, that type of yeah. thing. So you're just making it easy mm. for them to connect the dots. And then I say, mm. look, instead of a video on like real estate, I, I don't have any property. Yep. Um, I actually thought if it doesn't work, I'll, my, my parents are selling their property. So I thought yeah. I could get him to do that video and that would still be cool. Um, but my main goal here would be for him to read, you know, part of the book to, to review it and to, mm. to do a testimony on and over you know the course of a couple of weeks and months that that came together in a way that he got the copies he he managed to sit down and find time wow. to look at be the line and to actually to back it because that's the other thing he he's not going to back it if he doesn't mm. see any value in it so that yeah. was, it was such a it's such a amazing moment when uh, i got the email and actually that video had been done and it came through yeah. and I opened it up in a dry end there going, hey, love the, love the it's, It love stands the right bag. out, yeah. Like he's, he's, he's a proper endorsement, yeah. And um, so you know, he's holding it onto his hand as well is fantastic. It's a great endorsement. So, and it, it builds from there because essentially it's, it's about now like how, like, I, I don't want that to be the end of my relationship yeah. with Ryan Serhan and the mentorship that he's inspiring me mm. to give to others as well because I obviously, mm done masterclasses and sales masterclasses. Yeah. So it, it builds from there and it obviously you thinking big, you could take that to the, like, let's have dinner. I'm in New York, mm. let's go, for, you know, and you can move it forwards. So yeah. I think you're a man after my own heart. I saw that you've uh, managed to get a few different uh, mentors and gurus on your podcast. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, I tend awesome. to like, yeah, interview a lot of people as well. Um, yeah, yeah, like anyone who's interesting and, you know, achieving big things like yourself and, um, you know, if I find them interesting, I, I invite them to be on the podcast and then I just love learning about them, you know, what they're doing and, yeah. and their story about how they started. It, it just really inspires me and, you know, I learn a lot from it and it's also good to teach it to other people as well. So, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. All right. So, um, so your book, um, so the basic concept is to be the lion, right? So I noticed that you, you cover um, the four C's model as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Would you mind explaining that to, to people who don't know what that is? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, so this is this is the book. This is what it looks like. Yep. This nice. Love the cover. Lovely cover. Yep. <laughs> In terms of the four C's, so the four C's is almost like a framework for success. So I had spent a lot of time taking big action, as as you know, and doing things mm. like this. But the the issue that happened when I wanted to achieve more and more success was that it was unbalanced. So I would I would push into the action phase, mm. like ninety nine one. And, and the, I would ignore my health, ignore my sleep, ignore my exercise, ignore my self-belief and all of these different parts of life that then eventually yeah. catch up with you. And you go, ah, this isn't really working. You, in certain situations, you can't just force things through. Yeah. It comes from actually you playing, a, uh, elevating yourself and playing a, a bigger game mm -hmm. in all areas. And that took me a bit to realize. And so I came up with the model, the four C's framework. And essentially it's creation, which relates to taking action, which yep. we love. Then conditioning, which is your mind and body, because without conditioning on a daily basis, like mm. this is things like eating foods that are gonna nourish you, 
this is all about self-care this is all about hitting the gym yeah i do my tie you know every couple of days and, and just getting into those patterns of behavior that are going to make you stronger mm. but also mentally have the discipline so like being able to you know almost like a stoic way yeah be able to go to that gym and just it's on autopilot you don't think about it it's, mm. it's happening because you've got to do it because it fulfills and sets you up as a foundation to then do all the other things yep. that you want to do mm -hmm. so that's conditioning the third c is well it relates to certainty so yep. i think having certainty like a lion is a symbol of courage and strength throughout history yeah if you look at a lion it's a bold animal that has you know it's certain about what it, it's doing it moves in a certain direction it's very very strong in terms of its self-belief and i think part of what can get ignored is if you do the first two you almost situations that you're going to be putting yourself into mm. are a lot of unknown uncertain situations and to be able to take that right path, that authentic path for you, mm. you need to be comfortable or get comfortable with the unknown and be able to start working on yourself. And that's not something that even entered my mind 10 years ago. I was, yeah. I was just focused in creating the moments. Oh, yeah, it worked. But actually, you can go one step further and create yourself. Mm. And, and, and you, uh, things like just flipping it from, oh, my company should be training me, but they should be sending me on courses and all this stuff. And it's like, no, you should be training you. You should be going out there, seeking the material that's, that's inspiring you, getting you interested. Mm. And so it's that idea that you don't have to wait for society or, your, or the life that you're currently in mm. to elevate yourself, to elevate your mindset, to go out and take the rest of the other stuff forward. Yeah. So certainty relates to self-belief strategies. Mm. And so that's where you're really working on building that confidence mm. and that inner self-belief that can become your rock. Yeah. And I wrote... The book and I, I um, had those three C's done and I was like, there's, there's something missing something else, here. Like, yeah. It's not quite there and it's not quite authentic to my journey. Like I'm ignoring a big part here of when things really get like out of hand or right, yeah. things really hit the fan. Like it, it's bigger than that. And so the connection piece really started to speak to me strongly. Mm. Um, even when writing the book, like I burned out, I was doing... You know, I was burning the candle at both ends. I, was, wow. I wasn't necessarily being the lion in mm. being the lion. And in order to finish Be the Lion, I had to be the lion. It wouldn't <laughs> let me finish the book yeah. without becoming. And so the Be the Lion was a journey in itself because mm. I was writing about the last five years mm. and the techniques I'd learned to overcome big challenges and create habits. And then partway through this piece around connection, which links to the spiritual side, mm. the spiritual like your inner self, your, your higher power and thinking about how you can hand off problems. Sometimes problems aren't ones that you can just fix through sheer brute force. You have to be able to let go of certain things mm. and hand them off so that you can then receive more guidance from yourself, from the universe, from this type of insight and creativity that's going to be able to allow you to, to flourish. And that's, mm. that's the glue that holds the whole thing together. Wow. So. I've, um, for me, it was, it was a big part that was missing. I'd ignored it for a long, long time and it mm. came back in a really, really strong way and it underpins the whole of the four C's. Um, and, and so the point of all of that is around being balanced because a lion has discipline. Like yeah. the, lion, the lion knows when it hunts at night, right? And it rests in the day. It knows when to work hard, play hard. Yeah. It knows that it's got, 
six times more sensitive eyes to light. So if I'm going to yeah. do well and I'm going to maximize you know, my results, I'm going to hunt at night because my prey is not going to see me coming. Yeah. And that's when I'm at my best. I'm also going to use the female lines. They hunt together. Yeah. So they can tackle bigger prey. So it's like, mm. again, I'm going to maximize the strengths of the group. And I'm going to think not just about being an individual. Sometimes it's going to require me to work together as a pack. Mm. And other times it's going to be, you know, discipline around yeah. right now it's time to rest. And so I can perform better. Yeah. I, so I liked that. Um, everything about a lion just seemed to feel right. Yeah. Yeah. Get across. Yeah. I love, I love um, the whole concept of lion as well. It's just very, it's such a powerful animal and um, yeah. Yeah, it just seems to be, it's just the king of the jungle and it just goes out there, it attacks and just gets what it wants, right? But it can also mm-hmm. be majestic as well. It's just a, it's just a true leader. Um, mm, that's exactly it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And um, I like I like how um, your backstory was that you were, you were trying to plan a wedding, you got married, you know, you moved jobs, moved countries, wrote and published a book, played the MBA. You did all these amazing things within two years. So, um yeah, what was it like going through all that? It was. It seems like a lot of things was happening within those two years. Like, what was, you know, how did you overcome all that? Was there like? Yeah, talk- that, that really yeah. came back to the mental discipline and mm. being mentally tough. Yeah, um, I read a lot of books on stoicism, things like Ryan cool. Holiday's Daily Stoic. Yep. Or so you're into stoicism? Media. Yep. Cool. Yeah. 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 Mm. That, like, yeah. as in, like, I I think there was a misconception around it in that it felt like my understanding of it was you can't have any emotion and that's not actually it it's actually mm. stoics love to be joyful they love to have it's that you just don't get affected by the negative emotions in such a way yeah. that it causes you not to be resilient and that again mm. goes back to being the lion like lions are yeah. only successful in killing their prey 20 percent mm. of the time 80 percent, they miss it right yeah. but they keep going they've got the grit the tenacity the 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 kind of mental toughness to keep going through those situations so those two years was a bit like that i had to be the lion in the sense that there was a lot i needed to get done in a short space of time mm. and it, every if i if i thought about everything that we were trying to do yep it would become too overwhelming yeah yeah just become yeah a mess so and obviously it, it taught me going through those experiences how to get mentally tough around breaking those different individual components down mm. and, and looking at the hour or the day in front of me and going, how can we succeed the best in this day? What yep. does this day need to require? Is it things like, do I need to outsource some stuff? Like, do I need to make sure all of these low value tasks that mm. are time consuming get done, mm. but I can focus. So I think part of it was valuing my time more. Okay. And then valuing, learning to value yourself more because you've got the self-belief strategies going on yeah. and then actually aligning with things that you actually want to do, like mm. not just doing stuff because everyone else is doing it. So mm. actually, yeah, there is a load of self-help people out here that are doing really awesome stuff and mm. I'm feeling pulled in a way towards an MBA that, you know, I didn't think I would be doing. And, yeah. <laughs> but actually the only reason I'm doing it is because this exact MBA, the one in Sydney university, yeah it's, it's it's a very experiential course and the mm. people on that course it was great so it's like that wouldn't have happened if it was a different university i don't think so so mm. it's about understanding yourself and what you're being pulled towards and then taking action on it and seeing where that goes yeah because that's where you're gonna find that sweet spot where you're passionate 
Yeah, love it. Awesome. Okay, so um, also you're 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 doing this all way when you're working full time as well. So that's uh, yeah. that's crazy. Um, okay, and then there was also another book that was also really interesting. Prior to Be the Line was um, The Art of Negotiation because I think yeah. Uh, previously, yeah, you were talking about um, yeah, yeah, that's the one. Um, I'm gonna get when, when I finish reading Be the Line, I'll, I'll get that one as well. Ah, but, you're gonna get um, onto it. Yeah, nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love the whole sales marketing and everything as well. So, um. How did you get started in, in negotiations, by the way? What was, uh, what was the origin story behind the negotiations book? The pivotal moment, again, was once I got into university and I managed to make that part happen, I then did the two years of the psychology degree. Mm. I, wanted my, I went into that thinking I'd become a clinical psychologist and yeah. you know, that was going to be my calling. But after that, I realized that there was something more in this negotiation piece and that it became... I, I found that I was solving problems for friends who had got themselves into phone contracts for two years and the mm. the, the kind of cancellation fee was a thousand pounds or something like this and yep. they'd be coming more and more to me i became the go-to person for actually having these calls and negotiating for different people in tenancy agreements and different situations and so i was doing this more and more for friends and then the, this job came up at a corporate barter firm and it just spoke to me in a way that i was like how cool would it be in a corporate barter firm, you're basically negotiating every single day. Mm. It's millions and millions of dollars in terms of deals. Mm. And you're learning on the ground in terms of, obviously there's some really awesome people there that are yeah. amazing negotiators. And I got lucky that I went in at the, at the bottom, but mm. I was charged with building a department with the head of online. So yeah. we were starting a new department and I get to go into all of those meetings with the most senior meetings that would probably take me a decade mm. usually to get in front of yeah and i skipped that decade and went straight into all those meetings um, as an assistant and i was there able to start learning how negotiations happen yeah actually how it goes down how you influence how you can start becoming a master of persuasion and the things you need to think about so that then you can become a better negotiator because it's actually if you're a better negotiator you actually help not only the negotiation and you actually win more, mm. but it's actually you help the other person because they sometimes think they know how to negotiate and they only know one, one play of the book. Or, yeah. And so after, um, well, after, it accelerated pretty quickly and I then ended up being able to you know, take control of my own book of business and mm. the department grew very, very fast and yeah. started negotiating every single day, you know, eight, nine, 10 deals a day yeah. on the phones, in person. Um, on email, like all the different types of negotiations you could do. Mm. I was doing them day in, day out for seven, eight years. Yeah. And so got to the place where I put two and two together. I'm like, because I'd, I'd, I'd almost translated what I loved doing for friends and helping them out to become yeah. my day job. Yeah. And then it was just game on negotiation for, for that length of time. And yeah. then the book came out of a friend who, one of my best friends, he, he basically in his spare time, started developing apps he had mm. a really really good uh, job as an engineer mm, okay. in his spare time he was developing apps and this is back in like 2009 yeah and suddenly he developed a few games and they they, they took off and they blew up and so he quit the engineering job which was yep. again like unheard of yep. why would you quit this amazing job and it's yeah. like really hard to get and it's a good job um and he he's been traveling the world since so <laughs> like the last years he hasn't had a 
a normal wow. corporate job. And, and mm. that inspired me when we were talking to mm. think about how I could put my skills into the world as well. Mm. And the thing that was most prominent in my mind was, well, people need help in everyday negotiations. There's so many yeah. opportunities to negotiate mm. in daily mm. life that we don't ever sort of, and, I, I, and I'd, I'd see people in shops, I'd see people, friends, or I'd go, and, and even working in negotiation, you'd meet up with different people from different businesses and colleagues and they'd tell you a story and they'd be like, yeah, they just wouldn't give me a refund or mm. yeah, they just, they, they wouldn't budge on price. And you're like, sat there like, oh, no, this is, <laughs> this is so, so such a big like, opportunity there that you can yeah. spot. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but that's where the old negotiation came from. So I put it down in, in a book, but I tell you, like, I don't know if you've written books, but if writing your first book is, it's a, it's a hard, hard task and yeah it took me three and a half years to get to the end of it <laughs> wow which which in that book my main goal was just get to the end of writing this book please just do this thing yeah. right say you're going to write a book and write it and finish it and yeah. I, I did that and that was my goal like that was the goal it wasn't necessarily for it to become the bestseller that it's become and to start you're becoming the lion as well <laughs> to finish that book exactly. yeah so that that like that, that like took on a new journey. I didn't realize that once you got it out there, I mm. could then apply negotiation yep. to how do you get your book out there? And then that mm. started to take on a new life uh. in itself. And then the actual goal of it helping people came to the world, which was great. Yeah. So it was like, again, it was, it opened my eyes to, if you actually do what you say you're going to do, yep. get it out there and mm. figure it out. Like, how do you get an editor? How do you get a publisher? How do you mm. break down these problems? And mm. how do you, how do you rewrite a book when you think that you've made it the best it can be? And someone goes, no, it's, it needs to be better. Like you need yeah. to do it again. And you're like, I, I can't. And then you figure that out. So, wow. That's amazing. How about, have you thought about doing um, like online courses on negotiations, have like role plays and where we yeah, watch you do it. Absolutely. Yeah. that will be amazing if you can do that. You know, like um, I love watching um, like online videos of people just on the phone, cold calling and seeing how they, you know, talk to prospects and, and you know how sell on Absolutely. the phone that, that stuff is amazing so yeah hopefully i you know if we get to see uh, you do some of that stuff so sign that up to your course yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah. 2020 yeah 2020 awesome um i also heard on another podcast i think um uh you're helping i mean there's ways to negotiate a pay raise as well um mm. yeah yeah, yeah Can you give us an right. example on how to how to negotiate yeah, a pay raise yeah, yeah. Mm. i think i think it's a, a common like topic when people go into either a new job and they, mm. they want to set the right tone for, yeah. they want everything and they, they, what's the, they don't want to get ripped off. And I think, I think it is when, when you, A, firstly, when you're going into a new job and you're negotiating a package, mm. do take your time because I think a lot of companies, when it comes to giving you the offer letter, they try to rush you along. Mm. And there's often things there that a week later you'll think of like car parking or car uh, toll break. like there's so many things there that mm. could make your life just that a bit easier that it is important that you you take a few days just to step back and look at the overall package mm. weigh up what that job is in terms of hours and what it is in terms of flexibility what it looks like and then and then start that starts to inform what you're going to negotiate on because and then once you get what you care about most mm -hmm. in order you know where you're going to go with that so the way i would say when it comes to salary which is what most people want to know is don't use round numbers don't say i i want eighty thousand dollars because it just if that's what you want it doesn't look real it, it just looks like you've said eighty thousand because mm. that's what you heard your mates 
got or yeah. that's what you think is is actually five thousand dollars more than the market rate and it wouldn't it be great and that's yeah. just not it, it's it's not good enough to to walk into that negotiation with you need to come in there with a, with a clear concise plan that needs it needs to float you almost need to not be able to say the number and they know what you're worth like it, mm. it needs to emanate from your body that you're already 80 80 is in the back like that's it's actually 81,563. And yeah. if you say that, like I need 81,563, moving it to a non-round number, straight away it shows that you've done more due diligence. Mm. It shows that you've got potentially other offers in the pipeline. And I think the, the understanding of how to not just know what you want, but articulate it and have that hold that conversation mm. is really, really important. So okay. my best advice is, if you're negotiating a package, you should be dropping hints throughout that negotiation. Okay. You start the negotiation early. So start mm. and, and also like benchmark where you, so you need to you know you're get, yeah. that job mm. and start benchmarking that so that the, the people who are interviewing you start to move towards that range. Mm. And I would say, say a range. Don't just say one number because you'll probably get that number. Whereas if you say a range, mm. it, you know, 80, Don't negotiate downwards, to, yeah. 85 you know that's where i'm looking at that's where offers are coming in at you know you're probably going to get 83 yeah and and, and they they can start to put you in a certain pay grade and Mm. and start to move towards that and then you can start to uncover the parts of the deal that maybe maybe they have only got eighty thousand in the kitty Mm. or or 75 right Mm. but there's something else in there like five extra days off or health insurance or that they can actually when it comes down to it you'd have to have paid for anyway and therefore you can move so i think don't use round numbers use a range and then i think i think go big straight straight up because if you you you, if you go in there and then you start figuring out that they might have more money or that it's the wrong way around like you need to be going in there with actually no it doesn't matter what money you've got on the table this is the value i'm going to bring and if i do x y and z can we agree that this is going to happen or and so that's where you start to you start to use the triggers and the things that they want Mm. to bring you closer to what you want it's not just necessarily i want this and it's this or nothing it's like well no actually the the person who's interviewing really wants something as well and yeah if you're delivering on that they're probably more than likely to be able to try and make that happen for you and so Mm. if you can start building that rapport and if you can start um understanding that their natural tendency may be to try and pull you into a different bracket Mm -hmm. but just because it hasn't happened before or because that isn't the budget they allocated. That's where that believe it is possible mindset comes from because that's where you're at. And this is where you're at. And Mm. the thing that's going to bridge the gap is your ability to be able to believe it's possible and and articulate and create that momentum to pull you into and demonstrate value, right? Mm -hmm. In the way that you're speaking, in the way that you're, you know, you maybe do things like create a business plan already. Mm. You may come into your, um, your annual review yeah and you may say right i want a 10 percent pay rise mm. but that's how a, like a non-pro would do it right they'd come in and, oh i want 10 but why a pro would go yeah yeah exactly i've done a i've done a i've done a review of the whole business yeah uh, that we've been working on i've actually looked across all the accounts i've done some analysis i've figured out that these are our top three clients i and you if you came in and you, you said i've got this this 10 slide deck that I've done that, that really nails down how 2020 is going to go yeah. and how we're going to hit all of these key goals and how I'm going to take more responsibility and how 
we're going to you know build this business and because of that we're going to bring you know this profit into the business and whatever it is that the business cares about yeah um but you've gone ahead and you've you've taken the steps you're already demonstrating that you're a more valuable employee Mm. because you've done it you've had initiative and if you take initiative to bring value to them to then show them how this is going to happen yeah and Yes, you think it's justified that you that you get a ten percent pay rise, yeah. but that's not really the the overall. That's just part of it. One of the things that are going to happen mm. in the basis of this plan rolling out, and mm. they will be more impressed that you've gone in with that than if you yeah. just go in with I want, I want, I want, without giving. Like mm. you might be an awesome salesperson, you, but it, you need to do something outside of the box that takes it it's above and beyond your role and responsibility mm. and then you also need to position yourself confidently in that yeah. you're not just winging it and making up numbers there needs to be a rationale to why yeah it you is. and then you need you need to persuade like they're not just mm. going to do it just because you had the business plan you had the foresight to be in take initiative yeah. and you have the market intel to say that you're underpaid they're yeah. still not going to do it yeah you need to persuade you need to influence you need to say the right kind of linguistic approach yeah, to yeah. articulate that message so oh. yeah it's, it's a big topic but it um the more you do it and i'd say practice your negotiations so practice getting rejected do mm. do it on you go out every day and go out with the intention to get re- rejected <laughs> by ask for a discount on your coffee ask for go into a car showroom and see if you can mm. negotiate the guy down on price just just for the hell of it the more mm. that you practice that skill of being comfortable with people saying no to you and being comfortable with people saying I can't or that kind of awkward stage where they look at you and go, this isn't, this isn't, why are you doing this? This isn't happening. You can't get a discount on your coffee. Once you realize that how you are in that interaction actually makes it possible. Mm, mm. That's what, that is the skill that then you can apply to the things that you matter and, Mm. and that matter to you, like buying a house or getting a pay rise or buying a car. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of um, rejection, I think you mentioned before uh, in another podcast that you were talking about, uh, was it Jay Chang? He, he did about... Yeah, Jay Chang, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was a TEDx talk or something. And, uh, Definitely yeah, yeah. Can you explain what happened there? By the way? Yeah, like yep. it's, it's an awesome TED talk and mm. it's, um, it's beautifully done. So Jay Chang, he, he was a kid in a, a school. He was sitting down and one of the teachers said, right, we're all going to give each other gifts and presents. And the way we do this is if you have something nice to say about someone, you can get up, mm. you say something nice about the kid, and then you pick up a gift. And yeah. that's, that's how this is going to go. Anyway, kids started getting up and, and <laughs> saying nice things. And they choose a child in the class and say, oh, this person's you know, really helped me with my painting or whatever. And then mm. um, essentially, Jay was still sat there as one of the three children at the end. And no one had anything nice to actually say about him. So the teacher was like... Okay, guys. Well, I guess no one likes you. You, you better get up and just get your present and sit back down. And yeah. that rejection stayed with him all the way through from that experience in a childhood mm. to adulthood. And so he he became so so fearful of being rejected that it was mm. holding him back. Mm. And so I think one day he was um, he's just saying, right, enough is enough. Like this mm. is this is something that I want to conquer. So. He, he came up with a, a plan and he, he got his phone and he started recording himself and he walked down the street and he went up to a stranger and he said, can you lend me a hundred dollars? And mm. the stranger was like, no, no. <laughs> um, why? And then 
he was obviously really scared of rejection, so he, he ran away and yeah, you know, ah, that's that's, ah, so that's really awkward. Sort of experience. Yeah, yeah, okay. So he did that, and then um, essentially, it turns out he looked back at the video and he realised there was a moment there where he should have explained himself. Like the actual person that he was asking a hundred dollars for, mm. actually asked him why, and therefore he realised that like if he could just stay in this moment for longer and he could mm. actually ask why or create, he could then create a situation where that might be possible again and, and in, in being okay with getting rejected. So mm. it's definitely worth checking out. There's many, many more examples. And he went on and did it for a hundred days and it's just, it's a really good <laughs> TEDx show to watch. So yeah, so yeah. It's called, it's called rejection therapy, actually. Rejection therapy. That's, that's what it's called. Like you go out with the intention to get rejected so yep. that you can become tougher mm. not it, you don't hear it no doesn't affect you it's mm. fine yeah that's, that's and, and no is really the starting point of all negotiations mm. no is great if you get a no that's great because it's solid and because mm. you get a no you can start to work out what's a yes mm. versus when someone's fobbing you off Yep. someone's fobbing you off a negotiation they'll tell you yes just so you go out of the room and then you'll never hear from them again <laughs> yeah that is that is the 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 trick there so um being comfortable with getting a no and understanding that no is actually a really good place to start a negotiation yeah I think, important. yeah i like what you said about um the, like finding an opening um i heard before that when you're like negotiating it um to upgrade like a, a seat on the airline um, yeah. like normally they'll just say uh, it's not possible but then you'll try and open it up and find you know talk to them a bit longer and find an opening there absolutely yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've done that on, that's so cool I think I said that on um, a, a different show and then yeah every, I've done I think six flights since that show done six flights five out, the, <laughs> five out of the six I got upgraded on because I was like oh yeah this is this is awesome because um, yeah it does it literally it's it, powerful it skill yeah if you if you time that right and you know exactly how to stay longer in that situation with that person and they go, no, the plane's full. And then you go, Oh, well, I just want a little bit of extra leg room. And I know that business would be perfect for me right now. I've got to, yeah. they literally they'll make another call or they'll do something that you just, they, they, they not many people will stay past that point. That's they'll true. Just yeah. Accept the fact that now the plane's full today. And then you get there. And you walk on and you see, no, it wasn't full. Business was fully open <laughs> and everyone was there getting their champagne. And why aren't I in business? Like, so, and that's the point is that if you stay longer with that, and you <laughs> just, stay in the you game, just yeah. encourage them to think in a different way and to take, oh, this guy's not going away. Um, and he's still being really polite and nice. And I can yeah. see that he, he doesn't necessarily mind either way, but maybe he really does need to have a business class seat today. Um, <laughs> It starts to it starts to go in the right direction. Yeah, and obviously you know how to build rapport with the person, right? You have definitely to build rapport with the person. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah cool. In that brief moment, because it is only a brief window of opportunity. Mm -hmm. So you did six flights. That's incredible. Like you oh, just I, talk to them and then just just have a conversation and just stay with it. And yeah, then eventually, that's I amazing. Think, you should try yeah. doing like free accommodation in hotels as well. You know, I don't know. You're promoting the book and you're doing something, and then all of a sudden, that's they give a good you free accommodation. Right? <laughs> that's it that's a very good i might take that out that's a 2020 right i'm gonna do that yeah add the two 2020 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah awesome any 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 um uh options of writing another book are you thinking about writing any other books soon or yeah after, yeah or, yep. so okay. book three will be out um cool. early next year and book four is book four is 
what I'm writing right now, which is okay. going to all be on sales mastery. Oh, um, I love it. A bit more like um, the negotiation side of things. Mm. Like Be the Lion for me was a powerful book because it was where I showed That's a like a personal development stories. type of book, yeah. And it's, yeah, yeah. And it's, it, it can speak to a very broad audience. And I mm. loved that about the message. Sales mastery um, and these business type focus books, I think they're, they're key skills that are becoming more and more important. And the more I'm doing work with like startups and in entrepreneurship, I'm seeing that there's such a need here to be able to understand what it means to sell well. Like, yeah. like how do you become a top, top seller consistently, not just yep. fluke it. And so working in sales for the past you know, decade and doing business development and, and mm. the negotiation piece, it really, it, it felt like a, the right time to write a book on sales mastery in the 21st century because yeah. sales today is is so different to I think even five years ago with mm. the create like I'm doing deals on WhatsApp I'm doing deals on in, uh, in Instagram yeah like I need to be and and again like because we are available 24 seven yeah there is a different pressure on a salesperson right now than yeah. perhaps even five years ago and. There's ways to do things that I think the world would, would um, people would love to hear about. And, and there's some stories in there that are. Yeah. 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 It's definitely, there's a huge need for, for sales. Everyone needs to sell, you know, all companies need money. So they need people, mm. you know, like yourself, how to negotiate, how to sell and everything. So I think, um, your and I think when, we, yeah. mm. when we build our personal brand as well, like the more we go into the future, it's all about like, Stuff like what you're doing with this yeah. podcast, it's mm. de- like this is this is what it's about, and yeah. being, able to, being able to sell, it's not just in the workplace. It's again like you need to be able to make things happen for yourself, for your life, for your vision, for your dreams, and mm. being able to sell is a is a huge skill that once you once you have that, and once mm. you have that base, there's a certain confidence that comes from that, and then again allows you to propel yourself further into the unknown mm. but the more you expand the unknown the more it becomes you know your world of <laughs> your sphere of influence and your network gets bigger and yeah and that's that's where magical things start to happen it's, that's true yeah um, that's what yeah i saw when um yeah that video of ryan sohan i'm thinking wow well, okay yep he was able to get him so he's building yeah. up his brand it's a great brand as well it's gonna be a great book and yeah so it's good awesome stuff um, all right then, and also um, you're also you mentioned that you're an advisor as well to a few tech startups as well. Um, yeah, I think yeah, right. Blue Chili Help Tech Program, the Stockholm Accelerator. Um, could, would you mind explaining? Um, you know, yeah, what, what you do so that? Yep. with the um, so I'm advisor on Blue Chili Accelerator, so obviously a, a big accelerator within Australia, mm-hmm. and they've also opened up offices in Singapore. And yep. So I ran a sales mastery class within Blue Chile for the Stockland Accelerator, which is an accelerator program specifically for startups who are in the property space. So mm. really, really exciting. And, and then because of that, I, uh, there was a need in Singapore for a health tech startup and an accelerator. And then I've been working with the startups there and they're doing some really, really cool stuff That's cool. around. Yeah. There's one business that is, focused on bed bugs and i i I didn't realize that it was such a a problem until you Mm. actually realize that when it happens you have to get rid of your sofa and all the mattresses in your house and it can Mm. be actually a costly exercise and so working through they've they've actually created a product that you can you can put underneath the bed that actually means and ensures that you'll never get bed bugs and obviously that's really really scalable because Mm. if you're having that on 
everyone's got a bed. Everyone, everyone not necessarily knows about the issues of bed bugs, but yep. the health issues, if you suffer from kind of uh, allergies and things like that, it can actually cause quite a lot um, of problems. So yep. being able to understand how they're going to distribute that and then understand the sales angle and apply my business yeah. and development knowledge to that has been a remarkable experience. And just going in and, and seeing there's another, another company called Safe Space and they're doing things around connecting mm. people with, um, who need to speak to counselors via an app system yep. so again it's around like health becoming more digital and mm. digital transformation how does that impact the health sector so it's a really really hot topic and obviously in singapore mm. a place where there's a lot of entrepreneurship blue chili is is obviously going great gun so yeah i've been going in there things like when they're going to investor conferences like how do you you've seen someone that you want to target what are the you know how, how are we doing the elevator pitch how are we yeah questions we need to ask and, and that sort of stuff so it's just That's bringing cool. my expertise and, and my the things i do in a daily life to mm. them to try and help them advance their own businesses and and take massive action in terms of the opportunities that are available to them mm. businesses. but that's it's great i love love to do yeah yeah that's um yeah i'm sure like you're inspiring a lot of people over there as well so <laughs> advising people and you know showing them the techniques and strategies of sales and, and negotiations so it's amazing um, okay, so one one last question is, um, if you were to, it was one of my favorite questions, by the way. So if you were to go into a time machine, press a button, mm-hmm. and you go back 10 or 15, 20 years, and you were to talk to your younger self, what would you say? Oh, that's good. Yeah. Uh, read more books, 100%. Books, yep. like, okay. I, I bought a lot of books. Mm-hmm. Didn't read them. Um, <laughs> yeah. And there's a, there's a big difference between... Shelf help. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, like actually, yeah, yeah. But like, like... I would love to go like the time that I have not wasted, but directed energy towards things like I've had a lot of fun. I've done some Mm. amazing adventures and it's been great, but I think had I been able to find what I know now earlier, what else could we have achieved (laughs) by this point? And the empire would have been bigger. So it's, it's, and, and also I think it's things about, don't just like would i should i have gone for a degree like could i have been mm. better? like i find that what i'm doing now everything i'm doing now is more it's, it's definitely psychology but it's more helping people it's more going into businesses and what it's more business focused than going in and helping people that's related to my core passions and mm. do i see myself in a corporate gig doing being ceo of a fortune 500 maybe maybe not mm. but like mm. the, the idea that that's the track you need to be on mm could I have created a product back then or a course back then that could have then, what could that have done in a decade? Yeah. And so, or, or what if I'd have discovered like sales earlier, could mm. I have skipped five years of trying to get this degree? Yep. And, and could I have then, where could, what could I be doing now and running my own business and that type of stuff. So I think it's just think big. Don't listen to, the general pathway of society mm-hmm. and follow that inner voice. So getting clear on that inner voice that's speaking to you, yep. it's trying to tell you something. Mm. And if you have confidence in it and back it, like great, great things will happen. So it's just that, that's probably what I would say. Um, mm. Awesome. And, and go, go earlier, like go earlier. Like I wish I traveled earlier as well and done yeah. more. And like I went throughout time, but like, I want to see those countries back then. 
I want to mm. see what Thailand looked like before the tourism. I want to see, like, it was all there. And yeah. I saw the brief moments, but I think I could have done more. Yeah. Okay. And you just waited to later on, later on in life to, to do that, right? Just to travel and, and to do all these yeah. things. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, I like, yeah, I traveled a bit as a teenager, but I could have done more. Yeah. I could have <laughs> just stayed in Australia. I could have just got on a plane and gone to South America and, and maybe there was that part that could have, that's what I would do now, but maybe that's because I've got a child yeah. and bills to pay and, and all these other things. And, and obviously yep. I want, I want this. Like yes. It's not that I don't want this. It's just mm. that there's so much out there right now Yeah. in terms of the time you have, the freedom, stop watching films and what mm. and build a business. Like that's yeah. the, that's what I'm saying. And, yeah. And, and meet people and, and have those interesting stories. So that's what that's, I've tried to do, mm. but I think more of it would be even greater. Yeah, that's fantastic. All right, so how can people get in contact with you then? Uh, so you, yeah. I've got a website, uh, www.timjscastle.com. Mm-hmm. My social media handle is Tim JS Castle, and the books there on Amazon, or if you're in Changi Airport, obviously in the yep. Smith, where you got your yeah, yeah. One, they're, 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 they're all over the globe um, in, in different stores, but people can get in contact with me those ways. Mm. Fantastic. All right. Well, um, Tim, I really appreciate your time today. Um, you shared some, you know, really amazing wisdom. Um, uh, really, you know, really honored to, to interview you and, and find out a lot more about, you know, Be the Lion book and on negotiation. Um, cover some great things about rejection and um, yeah, just sharing your, yeah, your ideas and, and concepts on becoming the lion. I really appreciate that. So um, no, it's been I, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's, Thank it, you so much. Yeah, Thanks for thank having you. me on. Really no appreciate worries. it. Yeah. I know you're going to be inspiring a lot more people and really looking forward to more of your books and, and courses as well. So I'll keep an eye out for that. So yeah, awesome. definitely. We'll, yeah. we'll chat in the future. <laughs> yeah. hundred awesome. yep. awesome. percent. Awesome. Awesome. Awesome time. Yeah, right. we'll do. All right. Thanks. Mate. Cheers.